Great tip. Yeah. That's what she's in. We go to the uh, parent-teacher interviews. And the teacher says, oh, um, how long have you been friends with Scott's family? I'm like, who's Scott? <laughs> and she's like, who's Scott? oh, I just assumed that you guys were family friends. Because they connected so well. What? I heard of Scott. See, obviously. Are you looking to have a laugh about parenting? Well, you're in the right place. Welcome to Parenting After Dark. With your host, Mark and Kelly Stanton. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this episode of Parenting After Dark. Hi, everyone. The parenting podcast where we like to bring up pain points to see if we can find a solution. Okay. Would you Fair say enough. That? something like yeah. that? We're still working on the tagline. So I want to... Hey, how was your day today anyway, Kelly? Awesome. Yeah, what made it so great? Uh, well, I was able to work from home today and also take care of our son. There's a bit of mama guilt there because, of course, I'm working, so that means I'm not really with him. But I'm so grateful that I'm able to work from home and therefore I'm, I'm home with him. That's always a good thing. Yeah. Hey, you know who I ran into today? Who? Taylor Dayton. Aaron Dorman, Philip Dulus, and Aaron Springer. Who are they? You don't know who they are? Say it again. Taylor Dayton, Aaron Dorman, Felipe Dustas, and Aaron Springer. And you can't look over there. You have no idea who the hell these people are, Who's do you? Taylor? Come on. There was no Taylor at our there wedding. There was. There was a Taylor Dayton at our wedding. So this brings me up to... I was cleaning the basement the other day and I came across a picture in a frame of our seating arrangement from our wedding. And I looked at it and I couldn't figure out who the hell these people were, so I was hoping you might know who they are. Nothing, I really eh? don't know a Taylor. I don't know half the people on I'm that so list. I'm so sorry, Taylor. I must know you. Maybe Taylor was someone's guest. Maybe. Who are knows? You sure. Yeah. Taylor Dayton. Maybe I shouldn't use their real names, but either way, we don't oh, know who they are. Oh, I know. You shouldn't be saying their last names for sure. Whatever. I know who it is. Okay, so we know who. Point being for our listeners out there who aren't married, which there are some, according to the stats, Google stats indicator there, some people aren't married. And here's the thing. Do you remember how stressful getting that list ready for the wedding was? Yeah. For it was you? a lot of... Um, it was a lot of sort of pressure and stress because you didn't know really where to cut it off. Yeah. Who to invite, who not to invite. How do you cut it off without offending certain people? And do you have to invite the whole group that you were friends with from high school or just part of the group? Or do you have to invite the whole group that we worked with and hung out with or just the ones, in you that, know, a select few? In that time and moment, yeah, you, you invite. But really, you look back and you're like, who, what the hell were you thinking? Yeah, you know, I looked at it after you brought it out of the basement too. And I have to say it was interesting. I want to know what everybody else uh, thinks when they look back. But uh, it's interesting to me that we're not even friends with half those people anymore. No kidding. Like at least half. And I think that's what happens in your life when you, depending on where you are for us, when you're partying and having fun, those are your fun friends. But as you grow up, are those people even growing in the same direction as you? Or did you go to a different, going in yeah, a different direction? Yeah, but your friends change based on like kind of where you're, you'll always have a select few 
that are like your core friends, like your besties yeah. that you can trust and table. call anytime and wait another year to call them again. Yeah, the head table should be that. Yeah, exactly. And then the rest. But, but it's just, it's interesting, but it's not. Because your friends are only your friends for that season, generally. Like, for you example. seasonal friends? No, but like you think hockey season. Yeah, fair enough. Every year we have a new group of friends that we hang out with. Yeah. Now we have some of our core older friends that we've been friends with for many years now. And the nice thing about that, I like where you're going with this, is you pick people from that group or that era or and then you bring them on yeah. to your group. Yeah. The A-listers. Yeah, like you pick the people that you connect with the most. So obviously on a hockey team, you're not going to connect with every parent. You'll get along with them. Unless you're the breakaways. But there's certain ones. Yeah, except our good old breakaways. Love them. Uh, But there's certain parents that you'll always stay friends with. And so then you're right. Then when like you have a Christmas party, then you, you invite all the ones that you were really connected to. And I've tried to explain that to the kids as well is... Invest your time in friends that are growing and going places. I know that's a lot for a kid right now, but you don't want to be hanging out with people that aren't going anywhere. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, how do you how do you express that to your kids? You know, that's interesting that you say that because I know you're right. From an adult perspective, you're totally right. But how do you explain to your children so that they understand sort of a grown-up point of view well, I would say this. If you don't feel good after hanging out with a friend, then don't hang out with them again. Because you want to feel great after hanging out with someone. Like, life's short. You but, don't want to feel like... If they're not helping build you up or bringing some positive energy to the table, forget it. But a clown can do that. You don't want to hang around with a clown. Well, good point. You want to make sure you're setting... Yeah, but you also don't want to hang out with Debbie Downer. Debbie Downer, misery, you know what they say. Misery loves company. Yes. You don't want Debbie Downer bringing you down. Well, it was funny because we were watching The Big Bang Theory. Oh, I love that show. I know, and I'm like, are nerds the cool guys today? Like, you know what I mean? Is that what the deaf... No, just on that show. Who knows? That's what our (laughs) perception is. They, They accept it and own it. Yeah, and I'm like, nerds. yeah, why not? That's what it's all about is owning who you are. That's because so true. But if like, you're how a nerd, did, a jock, honestly, or whatever. How did they ever think that Penny was going to fit in? Although she does. She totally. does a damn good job Opposites of it. Opposites attract. There's all kinds of those little innuendos. Yeah. So the other thing I want to say is, have you ever noticed kids will hide their friends sometimes so you don't judge them? They don't want to tell you everything about them. Because they don't want you to say, ah, you're going to tell me not to hang out with them because you don't like them. Well, they, yeah, they don't I, want you to get a negative opinion of them. But if they have to hide their friends, then maybe you should start checking them out a little bit so more. So there's number two. Yeah? If you have to hide your friends, that's how you know you shouldn't be hanging out with them. That's why we have to play good cop, bad cop, because they'll tell me the friends they won't tell you about. And then vice versa, because I guarantee Cameron's not going to tell me about, or Zoe, about boys. I hope to. I don't think Zoe's going to tell us either, like, neither one of us. <laughs> yeah, she's going to go, Well, think Mom, about Dad, grade two. I'm getting married. Grade two. Yeah. That's what she's in. We go to the uh, parent-teacher interview. Oh, um, 
how long have you been friends with Scott's family? I'm like, who's Scott? <laughs> and she's like, who's Scott? Oh, I just assumed that you guys were family friends because they connected so well. Well, we I never what? heard of Scott. See, obviously you've never heard of Scott. That's a bit bizarre because she went to Scott's birthday last weekend. Oh, that's Scott? That's yeah, but Scott. They're not that close. The teacher thought they knew each other and that was Scott. the first time they had met this year. That was Scott. Oh, he's, he's cute too. He's a nice little boy, you can tell. So yeah, you want to make sure your kids don't hide their friends from you. So you want to be careful about how judgmental you are towards yeah because you want them to still talk to you but here's the thing i consider us pretty non-judgmental i mean okay sure sometimes we have a bit of an opinion but generally we're pretty easygoing parents i think and so i'm really surprised actually that our middle didn't feel comfortable coming and telling us yeah like, that was a bit odd to me, but I think it's exactly that. She knows that we're going to say she shouldn't be friends. Hanging out with her, yeah. Which we and probably would. she's not ready to hear that, so she's going to wait until she's ready to hear that. Yeah. But, you know what? I keep telling them that your friends are going to come and go. You know, find the good ones that you can grow with. Find the good ones that, that serve a purpose kind of thing. You know what I mean? You sure. can have your funny ones, too, and... But if you if you want friends to last, they gotta feed your bucket and you gotta feed their bucket. Feed it or fill it? Feed it, fill it. What's the difference? <laughs> potato, potato. <laughs> Quit busting my balls here. So yeah, I think those are some of the key things for kids and uh, talking to your kids is huge. Make sure it's always an open conversation. Yeah, I said, it's true. First thing I always say to my kids is thank you very much for talking to me about this. I want to make sure that I you know I appreciate it. Because then they tell you more. It's true. And you know what? Here's one thing that I know is true. If your kids are talking to you now and you're not really listening, like actually respond to them. Listen to them. Put down your phones and listen to your children now. Because otherwise you're going to teach them that you won't listen or you don't care or however they receive that message back. When they're younger kids. 10 and under. Yes. Yeah. And you don't want that because as they grow older, the more complicated their problems get, the more they need you. Yep. So don't cut that off. And also another thing you want to do is relate to them because everyone's had that friend, that badass friend, that nerdy friend, that friend that got you in trouble, the friend that you had to take care of. You know what I mean? Everyone had a version of that of some point, I think. Did you not? Yeah, for sure. Did you have the one that was like you looked up to, the one that looked up to you? The one you kind of chummed with, like you know what I mean. You all, you kind of had a different scenario, and each each one filled a certain void, I guess. Would you not? Would you not say or? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. So make sure you're able to talk to your kids about those things too, and you can relate to them. So that when they're telling you that story, they're like, "Oh, really? That happened to you?" Yes, it did, son. It sure did. Yeah. Happened. Yeah, to your mom twice. I can remember my mom saying, <laughs> "Oh, honey, when I was crying on her shoulder about a boyfriend." Oh, honey, I know when I had my first boyfriend, I'm like, wait, you dated someone? <laughs> like, I was like, I just thought you married dad. Like, you had other boyfriends? Are you kidding me? It's just one of those thoughts that I never really thought of before. And, and you got to think, our kids are thinking the same thing about us. So we want to make sure we know, they know we're human. 
and we can relate to them. I agree with you. You're right. Thank you. Wow, how'd that taste? I can't believe I just fed those words to you. You're right. <laughs> yes, I missed it. Thank you very much. Nice. <laughs> so, yeah, I think that's a big thing with kids and, and being open. Letting them know that you've been there. You know what those guys and kids are like. And nine times out of ten, it'll prove you right. They'll hang out with that kid. Something will happen. They'll treat you like crap. Same thing I said to Ty about his knee surgery and, and the pain. And, and I go, there's going to be more pain like that. This isn't going to be the last time you're in this much pain you know what i mean yeah it just shows you that you can manage it so now we've used pain different same thing when you get your heart broken you'll get your heart broken more than once yeah is it worth it i believe so oh that's such a terrible feeling i do not look forward to that with our kids their first heartbreak i'm not gonna handle it well well you know what technically it was the dog which oh, is no, still hard. I agree. That was like, well, your mom was well, their very first. <laughs> Grandma, yeah. But I'm they just saying their heartbreak as in a significant other that yes. they truly are in love with. Not yeah. just, they don't just like a family member or a dog. They yeah. are in absolute it's someone they choose. love because they chose them. Yeah. Yeah, it's someone they choose. Yeah, that's a shitty feeling. I don't know. That'll be a good thing for you to talk about when it goes through uh, with you. Because that's why I like being the rough and tumble dad. Well, you're going to send them my way when their heart's broken. That's sensitive stuff. I'm going to need some advice from all you moms out there when that comes up. Because truthfully, I don't know how strong I'm going to be. So you mamas are going to have to help me through that period of time. Yeah, because I'm going to be, suck it up. It's going to happen again. Oh, please. Prepare them. Prepare them for what's coming up. Exactly. So, hey, thank you very much for listening to this podcast. Check out other podcasts as well where we try to give you uh, things that we've done wrong to help you do things right. May as well learn from us. Yeah, and we'll learn from you. So thanks very much for listening once again to our podcast. Uh, We appreciate everyone that listens from uh, how many countries do you think we're in now, Cal? I don't know. You tell me, actually, because I know none of our stats. Eight. So when Mark and I first started this podcast... I said to him, just tell me when we have a hundred listeners. And so he told me when we got there and I've never asked since. Yeah. And do you want to know why? Do you know why I don't ask? Do you know why? No, I don't. Because I don't want it to affect me. No. (laughs) Yeah. Can't handle the fame. It's just too much. Like when you go to the grocery store, you don't know, you don't recognize people looking at you and going, that's Kelly Stan. I recognize your voice. Is that Kelly Stanton? <laughs> no, that, funny enough, that's never happened to me. <laughs> that was a 900 number I dialed. Oh, wow. Anyways, the reason why is because I don't want it affecting me. Yeah. I want to just say what we want to say without worrying about who's listening or who's not listening. And just speak straight from the heart. That's what this is all about. Yes. No, you're right. My mom's not listening. So I could probably (laughs) say anything and get away with it on here. Exactly. I love you, mom. Hey, thanks very much. And you guys have a great night. We'll talk to you again soon. Good night, everyone. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Parenting After Dark with Mark and Kelly. If you enjoyed today's episode, please leave a review and subscribe. And for more great content and to stay up to date, visit Parenting After Dark on Facebook and Twitter at PAD. We'll catch you next time.